Kokain, kokain, I'm so. <laughs> nah, um, James Harden. Damn. Mm-hmm. And it's fitting actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Color Me Bad. Indeed, welcome all beautiful listeners. And this is the last episode of the semester. Can you believe it, Nganyez? Yeah, I didn't think that we were actually going to get this far, considering like how busy some of our schedules might be. Mm. So, yeah, we finally made it. Really? Oh, before we begin, um, two things. Um, but I was going to get to the second thing. First thing is, gotta shout out our... Our right-hand man, mm. Matthew Drake. He's been... Drake, in it? Matthew Drake, the sixth god. Mm. No, fuck, fuck sixth god. He's the seventh god. Yeah, like, bro. South Africa, dog. <laughs> He's the seventh god. Yeah. So we want to thank Matthew Drake for helping us set up, you know, getting the equipment together and micing us up and also um, mixing the episodes for us. Mm. You know, he's literally the... The, the the science behind all the madness that occurs here. Indeed. So he's been doing this for us and letting us use the studio here mm-hmm. at the, at co- the College of location. Music. Huh? <laughs> what is that? I was saying secret location. You said College of Music. I was secret, like, secret location. Yeah. That's fine. If they want to come shoot up the place, we'll shoot them back. <laughs> Don't worry. We have a line of defense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but seriously, thank you to Matthew Drake for doing this for us and letting us use the studio. Um, It's a real privilege to really have him as our right-hand man. So, on that note, you you heard my hands rub, right? Yeah. Whip out that list, bro. Indeed. Whip out that list. On the previous episode, we mentioned about how, you know, we're trying to be more respectful of the pop act and of our friends. So, we're just coming up with nicknames for them. Um, it's still him. I'll leave him for last. But yes, where the the space is? Let's see. Number eight. Uh, number eight. Cocaine, mm. cocaine. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, James Harden. Damn. Uh mm-hmm. And it's fitting actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got Lonzo Ball and James Harden. James Harden. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to call that man James Harden. What's the next one? Let's see. You know, I thought about it and I'm like, it would make sense to call him Spider-Man. But I'm like... Web Slinger! (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not sure. I'm thinking like... It's an issue. What what could we give this brother? Tarantula? I don't know. I don't know. Because you you understand why I would say Spider-Man. Yes, No, actually, let's call this brother Miles Morales, isn't it? Miles Morales? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's he's tall, both tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, let's go. Um, but he doesn't own a pair of Jordan One Chicago, so <laughs> is he really dark? <laughs> he's he, he's got dark hair. This brother okay, right fine. here. For me, Beyonce. Um, Queen B. Yeah. Call that. Call 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 that that person Queen B. Uh, what's the next name? What's the next name? What about 
<laughs> okay, I was, I was thinking, what, like, what's like, the name? Um, what is the name of the? It was uh, what came to mind was either CBD or THC. <laughs> <laughs> but that's too problematic. No, 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 no. Hold on, Snoop Dogg. I'm giving you that one. Yes, sir. Ah, there we go. Nah, that's oh, actually. That dap almost made me fall off my chair. Bro, we didn't knock the speakers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna call that one Snoop D O Double G. What's the, the next D-O-G. name? D O Double G. Um. Ntate. Maloom. Maloom. Eish. Nah. Ntate. We'll call him Ntate. Damn, that's actually quite fitting. Um, <laughs> you know what? This came to me. I feel like this brother Hold should on, be. What's the next name? He should be Top G. Top G. Yeah. Um, let's say who? Myron mm, from Fresh and Pits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Maybe my god! Knocking the speaker. Nah, relax. Oh, oh from Fresh and Fit. That's also fitting. Yeah, we'll call him Myron from Fresh and Fit. He's the most sensible one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, too many problematic oh my God. coming to him. Yo, 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 yo. Um. Yo, yo, this is going to be super controversial. Yeah. What am I about to say right now? <laughs> yo, should I even... Okay, fine. Okay. Um. Uh, border man. <laughs> 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 Actually no well, Border Patrol Border Patrol, <laughs> <laughs> border Patrol. There we go Border Patrol We're gonna call him that Oh my days uh, Oh my days Yo Are we almost done with the list? Yeah Yo. Just three more I'm actually enjoying this Oh uh, uh, Man Brian Habana I was about to say no, no, no. I think Brian Habana can work. Always. Brian Habana can work. Uh huh. The last guy. The last well, name. He's the second last one. Second last. Yeah. Um, my nigga. <laughs> my nigga, hey, 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 can you hear the voice? My nigga, my nigga. <laughs> it's like, damn, now I have to dap up this beefy looking meatloaf hand. <laughs> going back to number two, uh, going back to number two. Oh, yeah, we said we're gonna come back to this. I don't know. It needs to see the Durag. I don't know, bro. Ah, mm. the Durag. I'm trying to think also. Mm. What name could we get? The thing is, we don't see him a lot. Okay, now forget the fact that we don't Wait, see him a lot. Uh, um. I don't know. Jimmy Neutron? Nah. No. Not Jimmy Neutron. We already have, we already have Batman over there. Something that's oh, Robin. Nah, that'll be a bit disrespectful, isn't it? Really? Yeah. How about? Uh, but if it was both of them, we'd be like, yin and yang, or two tone, or piano keys, <laughs> 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 or piano would keys, or chessboard. Damn, <laughs> would it be problematic if I said the light skin brother? But then, 
No, yeah, call him the light skin brother. <laughs> we'll call call him the light skin brother. Hi, light skin brother, if you if you're listening. Mm. The lightest of them all. <laughs> we can see you in the dark, bro. Literally a glow stick. I don't need to turn on a night a light bulb. Mm. In right. fact, this guy makes Scom go bankrupt. So, <laughs> damn, I'm joking. But yes, okay. Now that's out the way. It's time to begin the episode. All right, all right, all right, everybody. So we're going to be speaking about something that I dabbled in back in what's it, 2023 now, three years ago, during lockdown. And this is self-help, everybody. Mm. Self-help. Now well, I have a. Now there's a lot of things that come to mind when when we think of self-help. I think of some some books that people have written mm-hmm. which I haven't read because all I read is sheet music mm-hmm. that's my life <laughs> uh, I'm kidding um, I think about that I think about you know essentially trying to improve yourself mm. that's what I think actually that, yeah that is yeah essentially the essence of yes self-help and authors or people who write them books or blogs and also YouTube like channels etc giving out their two cents their piece of advice to help you the advice that they gave, that's the, um, essentially the advice that got them to where they at. They just tried to give it to the people. Sure. But yes, self-help, what a, um, interesting one, I'll say. Um, yeah. So I mentioned that I dabbled back into this in 2020. I never, I never knew of self-help until 2020. You know, that was the lockdown period. Yo, hey, what a year, 2020, mm. trick. Holy shit. But anyway, so I the first time I dove into this was in um was on YouTube when I was watching a channel um by the, by the that goes by the name Jordan Green. Literally, this guy's name is Jordan Green, and so he speaks <coughs> about like you know um things like how to how to develop a skill, how to find your passion, how to mm. how to um what's it what's it things that work to get you motivated. You know, waking up early in the morning, um, things like that. There's, and and I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Some of his his, his advice is like pretty 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 helpful, very helpful. Even to, if you if you apply like the necessary steps, if you really choose to apply them in real life, and then yeah, and then what's it, got into like other 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 channels as well, especially like men's channels, like you know, what's it, like what's it, damn. Just developing as a person, also, mm. yeah. So yeah, that 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 that's the stuff that I dabble into. Mm-hmm. I don't really dabble into it anymore because you know they they are this, they are they are things that I've already figured out mm. on my own. So yeah, yeah, interesting one. Um, when it comes to self help, I've read some self help books. Where do I begin? I think my journey began with Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, uh, just a book about finances and just, I guess teaching. Robert Kiyosaki was trying to teach people like some basic financial literacy uh, and how to like improve it, change the mentality. Don't think like a poor person. Think like a rich person. One example instead is that say you're in a store, and then you look at a product and you'd be like, ah, oh, I can't afford it. That's what the poor person would say. He said, change that mentality of a rich person saying, hmm, how can I f- uh, afford it? Mm. Suggesting that by doing that, your mind will just think of 
new ideas and ways to try generate money into make you know into buying that product. Mm. But yeah, he he was the first one, Robert Kiyosaki, which they pulled at. And then I read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Not a self help book. Um mm. yeah, he also talked about like um yeah, building wealth and etc. different methods, all of that. Good. Uh, I enjoyed that book. I, like there were three things I took out of it that he gave like twelve steps. Some of the steps are somewhat almost irrelevant, but the three that I took out um, was that one: you must, in order to achieve something like great wealth, you must have a plan of action. That's mm. one, like a detailed plan of action, like you know exactly what you're going to do and how to achieve it. Mm. Two. You must have a strong desire to achieve wealth or to ha- make sure that plan that you have in place is achieved. And then three, you must have a mastermind group, group of individuals or connected individuals or people you could chill with, whatever. Any anyone that could, okay, let me not say anyone could fit that mastermind group, but anyway, people who can help you as a person achieve that goal. Yeah. Yes. Then there was also what. Um, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you mentioned how we both attended, like, um, like the what's it, the, the course? Yeah, basically. the course it was like an eight week course. Yeah, bro. I like that, 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 that book or that course, especially, mm. it, I do believe it actually helped me a lot. I, I also picked up a few things here and there. I think I've, I really embodied a lot of it. Because the steps that he that he spoke about in the book, because um, there's like three like parts to it. Uh, one, how to win friends. That's first part. How to influence people. Second part, and then how to like I don't know, win in like the business world and etc. Yes, but I do think that book has. I can see like the change and starting to notice more. And of course, there've been other self help books that I've read, etc. Yeah, but then comes the problem of. Um, well, how do I put it? Oh, no, then, yeah, before I forget, then there was also um, the book by Mark Manson, The Subtle Lot of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah, there was yeah. that one. Uh, that was a good read. Uh, but yeah, then comes, like, I guess the problem <clears throat> or the dark side of, like, self-help books of mm-hmm. do they actually work? Do um, they are work they really applicable? Applicable? Yeah. Is the person just speaking straight from his ass or is there some evidence to suggest what he's saying is uh is good mm-hmm. or is good advice etc mm-hmm. yeah because I, I was also watching a video um of on, on this like i think it was a few months back it was literally titled the toxic world of self-help mm-hmm. where it's like so if you read a book or you watch a, a, a video right like at the end of that video you feel motivated to go change mm-hmm. whatever habits you have that you're trying to break or to go um, add a new habit um, into in, into your life and incorporating it into your lifestyle. You feel motivated. Now, it it could stop there. Like you just feel a buzz of this motivation mm. to a point where it feels like you've already done it, when in reality you haven't. And so, when you when you're down in the dumps again, you know, when you're down in the dumps again, then you turn back to the stuff and be like, okay, cool. Let me go buy another book. Mm. Let me watch another uh, YouTube channel or whatever. Like, and you still like still nothing has changed. Like, the only thing that is changing is like the 
the the, the podcast of these guys that have written the book mm. and also like the views and the subscribers of this person's channel like you're not um taking the steps to implement the the, the actual habit into your life like mm. you don't want to get up and do it you know mm. there's that uh, the, this dark there's that dark side and i also think like self-help it does it does help to an extent but they, at some point there's gonna have to come a time where you're not going to need it anymore mm. but then or again like these it. guys <coughs> but then again like these guys that um excuse me that make a living off of it they're not going to like reap any finan- uh, any um, f- um monetary gain from it so there's that side and then there's also a thing of like that point where now you depend on self-help in order to to have a a life that's that 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 what's it to live a to have a better quality of life mm. you know when when in, when in actual fact that's supposed to a, a better quality of life is like learning from first hand mm. experiences yes, and all and like it. also self-help can I feel like it kind of like holds you back from actually experiencing um things in real life and going through those sort of sort of adversities and and all so it's like it's it almost like it gives you the blueprint of how to avoid something that you haven't experienced mm. you know how to avoid yes, a yes. sort of adversity <coughs> that you haven't experienced because like you're not you're not de- you don't know how to deal with the pain you don't know how mm. to um deal with like a loss or something like that and i think like actually experiencing it would really um would would really benefit you in in, in ways that you would not really imagine Mm, that's because so, yeah. i mean looking at it there is no better or greater teacher than life yeah. or perhaps even first-hand experience yeah because yeah now nah, you you have you as an individual you're going to have to experience well stuff on your own you're gonna mean, have that, to, like, that's how our parents did it yeah you're you gonna know, have to, there, like, there was no youtube channel there, there was, was no, no manual there was Maybe no they had the advice of their parents or the older people around them or like pa- um, their peers yes, or co-workers bosses but uh, truthfully you're gonna have to experience like the harshness of life on your own and ex- get that uh experience well under your belt and etc mm. and i do before i even go further on that with the dark side of self-help i think of something a friend of ours from last year what's his name um Kawe Mkebe. he oh, mentioned yeah. how he's really not he's yeah he's a He's, uh, do I want to say an anti-fan of self-help books or self-help as a genre? Because uh-huh. he mentioned how the value of self-help books is not the advice they give you, but the value of the book itself. So the value comes through the sale and not the advice. Uh-huh. Talking about how, say, some of the richest people or wealthy people in the world, they wouldn't necessarily give you a, f- uh, a step-by-step manual to achieve their riches or to mm. achieve their level of riches but more something like you know something that can motivate you make you uh, believe that yes if I follow this and that I could uh, I could reach it mm. or give you maybe like a bit of a backstory to what they did all of that so he that's what his um, argument was that some of them is just no they it's it's, a, it's all a hoax they're just using it to scam you out of your money etc and that mm. is that can contribute <laughs> to the dark side of self-help books and you know who, I, who comes in, into mind now now that you mentioned that um tony robbins 
Have you heard of you've heard of no, Tony? I don't know the brother. You don't know? No. But what okay, but say what you so want. So basically this guy, right? Like he sells books and stuff, like one of the I think he owns a lot of businesses, I can't remember, but like like he he's bas he's basically selling motivation. <laughs> like they're making money over mm. makes money over selling motivation, bro. You like know it's insane. Not just um Okay, your brother Tony Robbins, but also this essay um entrepreneur or motivational speaker, Vusi Tembekwayo. Vusi Tembekwayo? Yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's true. He is a wealthy individual and etc. But um Kawe made a great example about him how he he tries to extract as much value as he can through these motivational talks, doing mm. this and that, just giving people advice. But that advice could just be basic or like lackluster. I'll admit, mm. maybe if you like search deep or some of the things he says, or maybe a lot can be um, helpful. But I remember how Clara was talking about how, um, yes, if he's going to an event, the event organizers, well, one, they have to handle like everything for him. Mm. Transportation, they must handle that. Um accommodation they must handle that and he will just charge insane amounts just to speak for like well yeah per 20 minutes or whatever <laughs> maybe it's like an hour or two hours and he will charge crazy amounts for the, for the advice he gives and like all of that I, and like i said sometimes the advice can be good but yeah it just shows like how he as an individual will try to like extract as much value as he can and going back to like the transportation and um accommodation yeah. he's not gonna do first class in a jet in a in a aircraft he wants private jets and like a luxurious uh, one for that matter yeah. accommodation five-star <laughs> hotel minimum and then minimum yeah minimum bro yeah. and then naturally yes he would get just get paid for like like that booking fee and also additional payments to him for uh speaking at the seminar and etc mm -hmm. so that's one point that uh Kawe used but yes did you know, like he just yes essentially with some of the self-help people all they could do is just sell motivation sell just a dream and they make bank of that they dream. make it, it almost reminds me of these um these guys um what's it Pickup artists, hmm? a, a pick, you know, like, okay, they, you know, pickup lines, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's pickup artists. These are guys that you know. This this was like before the term res came into effect. So like basically, a pickup artist would like you know have, <laughs> like he would teach you how to speak to women, or, or yeah, he would teach you how to speak to women, like how to res them up, basically. And like, with, with and like um these guys right would pay, would pay this guy on helping them how to speak to him. So it's almost like, yeah, so they, so, the guys are paying this these pickup artists yes for lessons. Yeah, and side note, these are the most grotesque, weirdest looking human beings you'll encounter on this planet. Like yo, these are weird people. Some of them are like the ones that the the ones that pay or the ones that offer the, the pickup artists themselves. Yeah. These are some weird brothers. Like you can tell that they have no social skills whatsoever. They've <laughs> like so these guys, right? So they they'd have a course where it's like, yo, buy my course if you want to learn how to attract as many baddies as I am. <laughs> like he's like, yo, don't press that motherfucking skip button on YouTube. You wanna go from this to this? Mm. And I'm like, yo, 
Like, yeah, it, it really reminds me so much of those guys where, like, you think that they're going to be helping you when, in fact, they're actually holding you back. Mm. And it's just making you look super desperate. So, yeah, dude, like you said, the value is in selling the product, not the uh, value you can extract from it. But yes, I'll admit there all have been times, I guess, with a self help book or advice has, well, benefited me. I think about. Um, Rich Dad Porter, I'll go for all the way from back then. Uh. He mentioned, yes, you have to develop that mindset of a rich person. Talked about how, you know, some, shall I call, items we label as assets that aren't technically assets or cars, not as He defines asset as something that puts money into your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, yeah, an item that can continuously put money in your pocket. A car though in accounting terms of vehicle it's an asset it's taking money out of you depreciation uh. maintenance and repairs you lose in value immediately you lose value as soon as you um, exit the dealership same with the house he mentioned how that he does view that as an asset but that's his own um, viewpoint on it but it's mentioned about that develop the mentality talked about make sure you have uh, asset generate no income generating asset all of that so yes especially with the mentality aspect of it like think more about the rich person whatever yeah i could say that has helped because now i think more like you know i know make money the conventional manner like oh get that safe degree or safe job uh. if out of here you have to like make money through various ways or at least save up well for me yeah, okay right now sure i have invested but saving what's that saving accounts chat etc i try to explore as much as i can essentially i try to explore everything but that's rich that poor that next mm. there was what think and grow rich the the three points that i mentioned detailed plan uh strong desire and i'm talking like strong desire they say that how much you want it is how much you want to breathe that type of strong desire uh-huh. because it, that desire it should be unwavering to a point that although not although even though you encounter many obstacles upon obstacles upon failure upon failure mm. you still should still remain strong and keep pushing until you achieve it and of course the mastermind group to achieve um what you want to achieve dale carnegie's course like i said i saw the um, change in myself um one thing literally his one advice was to just um well yeah just try smile more that'll make you more approachable and etc Mark uh, Manson's. I'm not smiling in UCT. <laughs> what is there to smile about, bro? What is there hell? to smile about? <laughs> and then, yes, there was also <laughs> Mark Manson. As, yeah, as the title goes, it's all about not giving a fuck, bro. How to not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But he goes about it how. He, and I love how he just casually has this. But he mentioned one of the first things he mentioned in the book is to choose what fucks you're willing to give. Sure. Or ch- essentially choose what you're willing to care about or to care for. So that's because you have, <laughs> if you have too much fucks to give. <laughs> if you have too much fucks to give. Yeah, bro. Like, it's just, it'll just, um, shall I say, disadvantage you. Mm. But yes, one may view that even all those books that I've listed, they have their downside. I mean, for example, Dale Carnegie, I remember my best friend mentioned how this brother is basically a manipulator. <laughs> how he gave a manual to be a manipulator. And I saw it and I was like, you know what? <laughs> even, my, my music, is there. even my music teacher back in um back in, in grade eleven, she was like, 
She, she read the title of the book, How to Burn Friends in Infancy. She's like, ah, oh, looks like you're learning to be a big manipulator. And I'm mm-hmm. like, huh? Because uh-uh. I, I could say, I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder like, if I were to ever become one, I doubt I would. But that would be a, like a good manual. So there's that point where he just, um, what do we call it? Gave the manual to be a manipulator. Think and grow rich. Some could say maybe it could be a bit outdated or whatever. Uh-huh. Same with which that poor dad because he took that book was written like 1980s or 1990s. Yeah. And then Mark Branson's book, I, um, not too many faults there, but some could bring up the chat of um, yay, just selling the advice and etc. Uh-huh. But yes, um, but I don't think all advice given from self-help books is entirely bad. Uh-huh. Some I do think it's actually good. Um, and like you mentioned, you you will see that change if you make if you act upon that if advice you act upon in your it, life. as opposed to like reading the text exactly you can't feeling like some, you have achieved it when you haven't yeah you know and then like that also and then like i feel like so like self-help is also like evolved into many different things um especially with Especially with like um, I'm I'm sure you've heard of what's it called the the, the red pill right mm-hmm. I've, I've I've talked about it uh, many times so it's basically yeah I don't <laughs> I like I mentioned to you, like how I used to you know um, watch those the, the, those sort of videos mm. like you know but like I feel like it, it has evolved into stuff like that people like Rolo Tomasi ro- people like uh, Rolo Tomasi that I know yeah Rolo crazy. Tomasi um, um what's it um, Fresh and Fit Fresh uh, and Fit podcast yeah <laughs> also an interesting one yeah like I that don't them brothers it'll be more interesting if they like interviewed um, like these are mostly like that have to do with the with the dating world as a man. Mm. Yes. You know? Oh yeah. In that space. Yes. That's where I feel like they, the people who give out the advice, they look. Oh, they aim to make a profit. Yes. But then again, you have also like some, those pickup artists. Yeah. But then they again, you also have bank. those individuals who are just the nah. They are quite clearly delusional and deluded. The ones that give out Lo- advice like okay, Roll to yeah. Marcy. Remember you showed me that tweet where you said. How to be successful uh, as a no, man? No, wait. How how to how to become a high value man? Yeah, I remember one of the the first thing was get a vasectomy you know in your twenties. What the is. fuck? Is, you know like, how insane that is. Tell me, th- th- does that make any sense? And then what follows after? Okay, so it goes like number one, get a vasectomy. I'm not sure if this is an order, but like I'm kind of paraphrasing here. So get a vasectomy in your twenties. Avoid family creation. Um, what was it? Uh. Build skills that'll make you money. Okay, mm-hmm. that 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 that's good. Um, what's it? Lift consistently. That's good. And then there was the other one. Okay, I did say avoid family creation. Um, damn. What what else was there? It was like seven things. But like, f- when I saw the first point, I was like, no, this is bullshit. Like, why would yeah. you? Th- you can't. <laughs> You can't really reverse that shit. That's true. Like getting a vasectomy. It's not like it's not a contraceptive where you can like okay. Uh, you stop taking any st- you your body. Just oh, one of them was state. one of them was also sleep with as many women as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Dog, like, 
like sleeping with so many women like how and he does says this is to value? make yourself a high value man a high value man high yeah value. you'll be high value when you're suffering from from freaking <laughs> from infections and bro, shit from yeah. going around here like you you out here busy road dogging bro hey yo yeah yeah like like that's uh, like it, it got to that extent where i'm like damn no and people would there's someone out there dumb enough to follow that advice i think because nowadays it does seem like, like the biggest or the best target market are like young men in that in that regard yes young men or like young people so let's say let's say 14 to 25 they like a good market especially like uh teens because they're quite impressionable and yeah very impressionable they that mentality of just do this do gents. that yeah it's quite literally messed up and fucked but um, yes but i'd say yeah with the whole somehow bro it's it, it it could um how do i put it you should, I think, uh, as individuals, you just try to be able to like filter out the good advice from like, like what's what's real and what's bullshit. Yeah, quite literally, you know, honestly. because like a lot of what I've noticed, like um, uh, with with a lot of people that get into self help, like these are commonly people that feel lost in life. Yes, that, that is. That don't right. know what to do with their lives. They don't know the steps to take in order to. Uh, uh, um, in, in order to advance forward in life okay advance forward in, in order to move forward in life mm. you know so like and these are people that are like take any sort of advice that that they think would help them in the future when mm. when in reality most of that advice it's it's, it's, it's not garbage really. it, it's, it's nonsense it's bullshit it's not practical mm. it's not even it's not even applicable to like you know some of the situations that you would face because like you need there's something about experiencing things firsthand yeah. you know there are truly like, lessons to be learned um true lessons to be learned that's why i mean is, people should just you know, although you can take the self-help you know maybe use it as guidance and etc you're going to need to what do i call it forge your own path just mm-hmm. do what you believe is like the right path for you and move forward with that and if it's not work uh if it does if whatever you're doing is not working out it's okay to just take steps back or like mm. go in a different direction and to add I, to that i also i'm also not saying like um don't take advice from other for, from other people in this case like the authors that re- that that write those self-help books because because like you know you could use that as just sort of like a guideline as mm. to like okay they're not telling you to do a b c or d maybe they're telling you you could do a b c or d but because because like like uh, people are different mm. because you're you're a different individual you could be you could do you could only need to do A and C or B and C or mm. B and A or A and B. Like, this is stuff like that. You know, like, if you're trying to figure out stuff on your own, like, don't don't also not take advice uh, fully, but, like, just seek something that acts as a guideline in mm. order to... In, so that you do not make um, really, really terrible mistakes. Mm. You know, that, that's also one thing I want to add. And to add to that, you mentioned how a lot of the people who would seek self-help Especially in like those extreme forms, like with that, um, like dating or the that those sort of platforms. So yes, men, they see because of what yes they are lost and etc. I do think with the in terms of advice and etc. It should, it, should, it should start from home and or family uh-huh. because <laughs> this is something uh, funny. My friend once said the best friend. He mentioned how like he he 
someone like Andrew Tate, he loves the brother in terms of like what he's trying to do. Mm. But he talks about how the advice Andrew gives, it's it's simple. And I'm like, true, but the reason why he's it reaches the masses is because of his delivery and etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk about, you know, people <laughs> he's like people who listen to and, Andrew Tate. And he's Tate. a marketing genius. So. That's true. But people to listen to Andrew Tate's uh he said that yeah they them brothers exhibit like um fatherless behavior and i was like damn bro <laughs> fatherless behavior yeah Be- wait he said people that listen to andrew chate listen in terms of like they follow that brother yeah like he's the second coming of christ yeah and it's and also on that like it's easy to like just you know they won't they don't they're not able some people are not able to tell like we mentioned earlier like what 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 what's nonsense and what's mm-hmm. true yeah, yeah, that's Especially why I feel with like, people that have like an influence like Andrew Tate. Mm. That's why I do feel like that's um when it comes to advice or just uh going through this life alone, that initial advice or bit of guidance, it should start like from home and from family. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they were naturally family, well, okay, there are times where they won't, but naturally they would always want what's uh best for you, or they always okay, especially parents. Don't always want to have um, or keep the, your the, your best interests in their, well, in their hearts and etc. Mm-hmm. So it should naturally start from there. But then, yeah, guys, they also doubt them point um them times where the because you're just too different mm. from your parents. Say they're more conservative and you're more liberal. Mm. Uh, in a sense of you're more progressive, etc. The advice that they give you would not align with who you are. Mm. So yes, although yes, you also have to, f- yeah, not only that, yes, you have to filter out the good advice from the pure garbage. I do think, yes, the that initial advice foundation should start from home. And also, but if it doesn't, then it's always, it's always best to look for good figures or peers or mm-hmm. even friends. Yeah, friends can also always give great even advice that you can like rely on but then that's where it, uh, like i said it becomes tricky because then you never know if the advice you are sharing or taking from someone will like truly help you but i guess it all comes down to whether you know the person has great intentions for you mm-hmm. or not because yes the people who follow like what rollo tomasi yeah hey yeah that's also an interesting one dude like because yeah. people like him they just blow things so out of proportion like <laughs> i mean get up the sick to me in your 20s bro no like that, that that's that really crazy is not, is not sustainable but yeah dude i think it's all about finding the people who do have the the greatest of interest for you and who you know you can always like follow or lean on to for that good advice or great advice for that matter uh-huh. but yes Going back to the whole, like, what's forge your own path. Mm. Yeah, get that advice. Get that good people, that good circle. But mm. don't forget to get that first-hand experience. Yes, it's super important. Yeah. Guys. So, to wrap up with the first-hand experience, let me put my hand on this mute button or stop recording because that is the last episode of calling me bad for this semester indeed indeed and we hope to see you guys next semester mm-hmm. back in full effect indeed you know how will i more you excited for the second semester that's when things just always skyrocket no nah, the like most the, fun is had there. i feel like yeah i feel like the most some of the most fun is had in second yeah, semester almost like a re- almost reminiscent of 
of all week, but yeah. but like it's just even crazier. Yeah, that's true. you know, especially like when once the the, the once you're like what three weeks in, mm. and then yeah, it's already a mother. That's true. That's true. Nah, but anyway. But, yes, but once again, thank you all to you beautiful listeners for tuning in for being with us. That makes it episode seven, I believe. And yes, we can't wait to see you again next semester on another episode of Color Me Bad. Peace out, you colorists. Indeed. Get the fuck out of here. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you write those tests and don't have to come back and write subs again. Indeed. Not watch here. And well. if you switch degrees like 50 million times, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Get a self-help book, everyone. I'm joking. Anyway, peace out, guys. Mm. Bye. Bye.